1: Hi, it's One United Bank, the nation's largest Black-owned bank. Join our Bank Black world of benefits when you open a Black Wall Street checking account and enroll in direct deposit. You can get paid up to two days early. Not only that, you can apply for cash, please, a short-term loan. And the best part? There's no credit check. Join us at OneUnited.com today.
2: Terry Williams, president of One United Bank. We're proud to announce our new Empowerment Network with more surcharge free ATMs than any other bank in the country. Over 100,000 including neighborhood retailers and Chase and Citibank branches. The nation's largest black bank has the nation's largest ATM network. We keep breaking records to empower you. So join me at OneUnited.com today. One United The only podcast coming through your beat stereo is Cherry's World, so let's go around like a merry go Plug your phone in, make sure I got a full battery. Download it Wednesday, listen to it Saturday. She cover all topics, whatever you after. She got ball players, authors, doctors, actors, rappers, singers, entrepreneurs, divas, leaders. Androids or Apple, turn up your speakers. Trying to shoot my shot like the vaccine, whether it's Cherry or Maxine, whether the podcast or acting, she that queen. PYT, you know what that mean. Saw you you on tv and touch the screen touch on you i plead lucy he's got a crush on you it'll mean the world to get a blush from you teaspoon to me leave you sleep like Robert through
3: the Trace world podcast it is your girl cherry johnson it is national breast cancer aware month and i happen to have one of my favorite people in the house um her name is shawon marquez and my life got turned upside down when she was diagnosed with breast cancer.
1: What up, homegirl? Hey, sis.
3: How you doing, baby? I'm
1: okay, how are you?
3: I miss your face. I miss your face too. So look, you guys might see her and be like, hey, she looks familiar. That's because she's an actress. And- but we're not here to talk about like celebrity today we're here to talk about sisterhood we're here to talk about breast cancer we're here to talk about relationship love life and life after ringing that bell baby <laughs> so can you walk us through i'm just gonna hit you with it can you walk us through your story or your journey it's, 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 it was a whole i don't know about for you but for me it was a whole journey it was a, it was
1: definitely an interesting journey and thank you for being there through that process cuz funny enough people actually shy away from you like i had people shy away from me when i was diagnosed so basically um i want to say october 2015 i was going to the my regular gyno checkup all that stuff and like they always tell me in my primary care doctor at the time they're like oh you're too young to get bre- checked for breast cancer and i'm like okay but because I'm like paranoid sometimes and I would, I had cystic breasts, I would feel things sometimes. I was like, I just, I just would always like check plus my aunt had breast cancer, even though it's not related. And this was always in my head. So then um, I went to doctors that 2015 and I like, something said to just push it, just say something like, because I have fibroids, I was like, well, um, can you, you can't do a, mono, a monogram, a mammogram, but can you do a sonogram? for, you know, maybe my breast or something because I just really want to just check. I don't even know why I just really want to check. Long story, less long. Fast forward, they were like, oh, from the sonogram, they were like, oh, yeah, you should probably go get a mammogram. I'm like, what?
3: Wait a minute. So, How did you know to be your own advocate and ask for a sonogram?
1: Um, I think it just comes from me having to advocate myself for a lot of years when it comes to health. Um being diagnosed with the wrong stuff or, or being told the wrong things just because they could look at me and see my size and think one thing and it's not. And something just I, something in my spirit that particular year, I've checked, I've asked every year leading up to 2015, but something that particular year was like, nah, like just just some to push it. So I just was like, if I, I have fibroids and no one knew what it was, had anxiety, no one knew what it was until I kept pushing to get more tests. So I said, let me do that with this case, even if it's nothing. look, I would like to just look, have someone look at my breast, mm. and yeah. So I got results after doing testing and biopsy and all that. I um got results February 2016 that I was um stage one breast cancer. Mm.
3: Stage one, so it was caught early, and it was caught early. Because- it was caught early. Amen. And right. when- when you said you have cystic breasts for women who, who don't have cystic breasts, what does that mean? What does it feel like? Um,
1: it's cystic breast is, is non-cancerous, but it's like lumpiness, like around your period of time, you may feel the tenderness in your breasts, you may feel, you know, the soreness and the achiness. And then sometimes some women just get more lumpier. They call those cysts. Like I have um I have cysts. and I have fibroids and they're like kind of like cysts. So like they can just, you, your body changes around that time of the month. So that's kind of like what it was explained to me, the cystic breast were But it was supposed to be non, um, non-cancerous. And I still believe that wasn't the issue because that that wasn't what they found with the biopsy. The cyst part was completely different. Are you checking right now? Yes, you got me
3: over here feeling because it's that time of the month. When
1: you check, you have to put your arm up though. Okay. Put then- your arm up, you start under go oh. uh-huh and then you Can feel around like that I and have, then up to the ball
3: what am i feeling for
1: because i don't even think i know Lumps, anything abnormal anything lumpy um you go around they say massage it go around to and then yeah and then you do they they recommend to do it in the shower not exactly I don't know why but yes you raise your arm up you start from the under here and you go under the boob you go around and then you're feeling and then you go on top. Technically, your gyno is supposed to, not supposed to, I guess, but they also do it. I don't know if you've had that experience. Yes, he does it. They sometimes. also, right. They also do it as well. Um, But, and I've always had them do it to me. So it's like, oh, it's just this, it's just this. So 2016, when they, after the biopsy and everything else, and the only reason I got the biopsy is because I got the sonogram and on the sonogram, it didn't look right. So now it was like, "Oops, we have to send her for a mammogram." I was thirty-five at the time. You're not supposed to get a mammogram till you're forty, right? And every time I say this part, I get emotional because sure it's like, forty, I have a whole five-year-old right now. I wouldn't have had. I wouldn't have had. I would. <laughs> so, um, I just always think about when I say this part of my story. That part of my story always gets me because it's like they wanted me to wait till. 40 now what if I would have waited to 40 like nothing none of this will probably be a thing right now What I, my life that I'm living now but so it,
3: it is because it's supposed to be it is supposed to be so yeah so
1: 2016 they once they found out I decided to get a new doctor I was like oh no let me get a second and third opinion because even with finding that I had breast cancer they was like oh we want to put you on a certain medication that would have me not be be being able to have a child for five years and this and that. And I'm like, wait a minute, let's say, but that's technically only if the cancer spreads, but I'm like, wait, we don't know if it spread. Yeah. Y'all jump in the gun. Want me to freeze my eggs. There's a whole lot going on. Slow down. So I went to get a second and third opinion. And once I got to a third opinion, I felt comfortable with their testing process and what they said could happen. They said, look, if it spreads after your surgery, then you have, have to do chemo and all that other stuff. And you. You might have to freeze your eggs and all that. Um, but for me, I had a double mastectomy um June twenty sixteen, a month before I was gonna get married. <laughs> so that was something because I got my address and all that, and I'm like, no boobs, but that's another part of the story for later.
3: So but- <laughs> that's- wait, I want you to slow down though, because I think it's very Sorry. important for everybody to understand. No, 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 because we don't have a lot of time. I think it's important for people to understand you got your diagnosis as you were planning your wedding.
1: Yes literally as I was planning my wedding, like literally as I was planning my wedding, I got this diagnosis. So it was like, uh, it was a lot. It was a lot. It was a lot. And then um, unfortunately the day before my surgery, my, my two bonus kids were coming up for the wedding and my surgery was scheduled like uh, June 9th. And so that my two bonus kids were coming up for the wedding. And like a week later, their mom passed away. And so with that, I had surgery the next day. So I'm like, "What in the world? I've never had a surgery in my life. I've never had nothing like this go on. No cancer in my family. So my aunt, but they said it wasn't. It was not related. So I was like, "What is that? So it was a lot of emotions. And then I'm to get married the next month. Yes, <laughs> it was a very 2016 okay. really was a for different.
3: Bonus kids came to visit. They were going to stay for the wedding. Their right. mom went home and had an accident and passed away. The very next day, you were scheduled to have breast surgery.
1: Yes, double mastectomia. Double- and I did it. I
3: did it. Yeah, you did it. And she she got married and she did everything that was scheduled. I thought she was insane. I was. <laughs> I i kept saying just just pause just pause just pause everything and She's like no she's like "everything's gonna be fine everything's scheduled and we're just gonna go through it and life happens you took the most beautiful approach you told me oh god
1: you don't get me there too girl i'm sorry
3: but i no, no. you told me you said don't worry this ain't nothing gonna happen to me because i got shit to do
1: I And I went into the operating room like that because I was like, oh, now I have to care for two kids that just lost their mom. So how would it look if I now die? So I'm like, Lord, you got to make me through the surgery. I got to get through the surgery. Is I, he- I got to come back to these kids. They were 12 and 13. And thank God one just celebrated her 21st birthday and the other one's about to celebrate his 20th birthday. So.
3: And they're in college. And they they're are both doing- in
1: college. They're honor students. They are ama- They are amazing. I, I, it was it was a it was a time at that point, but I feel like we all grew together. But yeah, it was,
3: whew, yeah, that was a moment. It was a new was, husband. All of a sudden, you're an Insta mom, Insta mom, literally.
1: And I don't know. And mind you, at that time, I'm still auditioning. I'm still going on shoots and sets and doing this and that. And I'm like, wait, what? And okay.
3: you handled it with so much grace. Like I'm. So- I give it to you, baby, because you are resilient. I'll be crying like a baby. I'll be like, hold up.
1: <laughs> I think at the time, because what happened, fast forward, this is what I do want to tell other women. Yeah. At, at the time, I was so, um, I got to be there for these two kids. I got to be, I got to do this. I got to uh, I got to heal. I got to do this. It's, it's July at this point. School's in two months. I don't know nothing. I mean, I live in New York, but I didn't know much about how to put kids in school and whatnot. So I'm like, uh, so I think my brain was just on go. They need clothes. They need sneakers. They need this. They need that. And what, what happened to me, I don't want to say unfortunately, because it kind of, um, it's good. I had to go to get therapy because I kept, I literally woke up one day, like maybe about two or three years later, like, oh snap, I had breast cancer. It's like the dust was calming down. Yeah. And I was like, holy crap. I had breasts. I didn't have a chance to really think. I was going through the motions, you know? Yeah. And, but it, I didn't have time to really react. And then I had a breakdown. Oh, my God. Two, three years later, I had a breakdown. It was a whole thing. It was a mess. So I do recommend. They did tell me when I had the surgery, I was supposed to do therapy. I didn't. Because it does. As a, as a woman, you're taking away, you know. Oh, you want to be alive, but you're taking away, you know, something that makes us feel good, sexy and what and everything. So it's just like,
3: oh, but you sexy, sexy. I'm a whole photo shoot, you being sexy, boo. Oh my
1: god, you just forgot. <laughs> I- that was after I had a C-section, I said, "Look, okay, hey, I didn't have a C-section." don't me my man still love me so I gotta find a way to not find a way but really truly love me and feel the sexiness I felt before the boobs the boobs don't make me the c-section you know you have a baby you gain weight and then I had just lost I believe you know but for the ones who doesn't know I had just lost a hundred and some odd pounds sitting myself doing I, I, I and then breast cancer and two bonus kids and then I got pregnant and then it was
3: a whole yeah
1: But I am in therapy right now and it's going better.
3: (laughs) I'll say that. I am so proud of you. I remember getting the phone call from you and you said, hey, sis. And I said, hey, baby, what's going on? You said, I got something to tell you. I said, yeah. You said, I'm going to go to therapy. I was like, wow, that's amazing. Because as a community, we don't take care of our mental health. And I suffer from anxiety and you and I have been open about that and you you suffer yeah. from anxiety. So, so to that is- learn that you were going to go and get help and to go to therapy, I was like, oh, good, go for me too. And <laughs> tell me this stuff they tell
1: <laughs> And I do, I share what I've learned in therapy with everyone around me because I didn't want to go at first. I was not trying, because that's not what's taught in our community. I didn't want to go, like it took me a lot. So I was like, wait, I feel like crap. I'm crying every day. I just want to be in a dark room. Oh. i'm falling into the kitchen it was really and there's a couple of times i called you on a number I, well i fought not to call you because i don't like to bother anyone which you, no. you know i you call bother but i just like i'll get into a dark place and just don't want to bother anyone but i i have and, and thank god you have spoken to me i had an anxiety attack on a road I remember in a car on an uber one time and I called you and you were like amazing but that's another story y'all know so how cute but you can call me anytime are you kidding me I know I just I feel like I don't like to bother but I know you do you do tell me and I'm getting better I'm starting to voice note now I'm getting better I'm getting better at
3: calling you are never ever ever a bother
1: thank you I, I love you you're amazing but um so yeah so so i wish i went to therapy sooner but it happened when it happened um so i feel like i'm i don't want to say still recover because some days when a shower you look and you're like oh because i don't have any nipples or anything like so but my husband's funny so he likes to make jokes about it that's how we get by but but like sometimes it's like oh but you know he does love me and we we worked through this marriage there was a couple of times i felt very insecure and we talked it out because i actually heard during this journey a lot of men leave their their significant others whether they're married or not yeah my doctor told me that so they they were really impressed that he would go with me to all my appointments because they said a lot of women even if they've been together with the husband for a long time or boyfriend or whatever for a long time they can't handle that you know i'll through the grace of god Because the cancer didn't spread, I did not have to do like full chemo or nothing like that. But at the same time, I did have these drains hanging out and it was just a lot that was going on that I had to do because I didn't do chemo and I didn't need to necessarily. But it's a lot that you don't realize affects your mental as well. So it's still a work in progress, but I am, I didn't see anybody like me that had breast cancer. So now when I'm on the internet, I'm like, yeah, I had breast cancer. They're like, what? And I'm like, I know, it's weird. Like <laughs> I didn't, so I feel like I need to, like, I talk about it whenever I can, because I'm like, what if someone doesn't like feel comfortable? Cause they're like, no one looks like me. Right. And I was
3: 35. Representation. Like, huh? Representation really matters.
1: Yeah. I wish I had someone to cling on to at that moment. So now I feel like, let me be that person for someone to cling on to.
3: Now you did have a foundation though, that you, yeah. did you find them or did they find you? How did that happen? Um,
1: I found them because, um, it's a world of pink, you mean for the bras and such. Okay. Yes. So, um, yes, they are amazing. Um, Christine, Christine is amazing. Um, so we the doctor my surgeons who are amazing my surgeons are funny like it's what's the coolest part is we still keep in touch on instagram i'm like why am i still cool with my surgeon that's awesome they just happen to be that awesome so like we still keep in touch on instagram but anyway so i'll one of my um times to follow up after my surgery he said here um this is kind of new but uh there's three places but try this particular place for um bras and stuff and all of and mind you, this is right before my wedding. This is right, this is literally weeks before my wedding. So I'm like, all right, I'll call these things. I called the other two, no answer. I called the world the pink from the moment, I always say this, from the moment they answered the phone. So even now, <laughs> if I if I wanna talk or something, they were there for me, the staff, everybody. Like I got fitted in for um, prosthetics, which is what I have on today yeah and, that was, um she got on up there. oh them boobs look good sometimes <laughs> I like the prosthetic. sometimes I just go bare with me but today I wanted to give you a little prosthetic action so <laughs> so um I was gonna say oh yeah so the she fit she I told about my wedding dress my wedding um my birthday actually was prior to that my birthday and my wedding's in the same month but my birthday comes first so she was like, okay, we got to work fast. So she measured me. Um, We looked at a couple of bras. I showed her my wedding dress. And literally, I walked down the aisle and they were like, I thought she had breast cancer surgery. I'm not going to It was so funny. They were like, oh, because, and then, you know, my, I'm, my personality is my personality. So I was kind of like happy to see everyone. I'm bubbly. I'm up height, music popping that. And they're like, oh, I forgot you had breasts. They forget. They forgot I had breast cancer. cancer.
3: We thought you were going to have like drains still.
1: I did. Oh, no, Oh yeah. I and- was rushing to get some drains out. I had drains in for about three weeks or so. June 9th to right before my birthday, because I thought they were going to be in for my birthday. My birthday's July 3rd. They came out like a week before my birthday. So from June 9th or whatever to whatever before the first week of July. I had four drains in. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was that was something but uh, that was that was a time
3: amazing you're like a straight warrior
1: stop <laughs> you know, I like blindfolded and just said I gotta do this I gotta do this I gotta do this I
3: gotta do this straight tunnel vision so it's it, it's been several years what about becoming a mother oh uh, my god what are the concerns of becoming a mother after breast cancer are there any
1: yeah. yeah, well, for um for me because a lot of people that I know breastfeed,
4: what's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat, picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket, outsourcing business tasks you hate. What about selling with Shopify? <laughs>
1: And I, there's nothing there. Like they scooped it out and put some falsies in and there's nothing there. There's no nipple, no nothing. So, and the hospital that I, the good, the awesome thing is too, the hospital that ultimately took all the cancer away was the same hospital who delivered my child, which is kind of dope. Um, but they are there's these hospitals now where they're like they believe in just like all natural like they don't want to give you formula and all that stuff which I was like oh so like but they knew that I didn't I couldn't do anything else so that's what it was so that was my major I was depressed about that and then I was like I was like because like how am I gonna connect if I'm not breastfeeding this child and then he's laying on my chest um this is only about a year after my surgery. no wait when is about a all going on two years after my surgery he's laying on me right so I'm just like what is he gonna think of me like I just it was a lot as a mom to like um the bigger kids my bonus kids were they they're fairly quiet they knew but they were just like okay you know they just went with the flow but like I was like oh my god if I can't breastfeed he is he gonna develop okay and things like that but um it worked out. It worked. it's it's fine. It's it's.
3: I had big old kids was... and couldn't get no milk out of them. So <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly, but child, he fine.
3: <laughs> Pumping air, okay? If that makes but you. Feel I, any I have
1: nothing for you, sir. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, but that was my mental with that, and just oh my god! But to see him come out, and they was to act. Ah, The fact that I was told I wasn't gonna have a child at all, (sighs) no, no, and to see him now, about to be six, is crazy to me. I still stare at him like, "What?" (laughs) Like you're like,
3: "Can I ask you why they told you you wouldn't have a child at all?"
1: Um, well, I have fibroids and because of the, um, the medicine they wanted to put me on.
3: Okay. But
1: I refused that medicine because I was like, uh, if I don't, if I don't have to get chemo or nothing like that. And it was like kind of a chemo pill, but I was like, you guys don't see that it's spread to maxiplant something with a T. I know a lot of women out there, if you have breast cancer, you kind of know about it, but I was like, you have to wait to get clearance five years and then you have to go whatever do testing to figure out can I have a child December 3rd and that would have been like now when now I'm over 40 that would have been me trying to get pregnant now which is like yikes but (laughs) but now he's about 36 so it's like ah but you know
3: I love that but you It's manifesting. You manifested your own destiny. You manifest your own journey. Nobody was able to tell you what you were and were not capable of doing. And I love that. (laughs) And you knew. that. So the thing about doctors, right? As I think they all go with good intentions, but they are practicing physicians because they're simply practicing. Nobody knows their body better than you do. What would you say? other women out there who think that maybe their doctor doesn't know them better than they do
1: I feel like if you feel it's almost like when you see something say something if you women are awesome because we have a crazy intuition I tell you we have something that speaks to us and sometimes you just can't ignore that well you should never really ignore that so if you feel uncomfortable that's what I did I went to a whole different um, primary care doctor altogether I left the people who told me I had cancer because I didn't like the way they handled it it was just it was I was uncomfortable you should go somewhere where the bedside manner feels okay and you feel comfortable with the pe- people around you the doctors the staff I'm a big person on reviews so um but like I was just looking around googling around for like okay and I just I just had to keep researching to find the best option for myself to where I finally felt comfortable. And that's what happened at the hospital I wound up going to. So so much so that that became actually that's all of our hospitals now. <laughs> and that's like my main go-to because I like the staff. I like the way they treat people. Um, yeah. So that's what it is. You have to advocate for yourself. And if you don't feel right, I don't think it's taught or told enough that you can have a second opinion. It's okay to go get a second opinion from somebody. Especially if you do have insurance, y'all. Yeah go get just even if you don't have insurance you
3: can just go it.
1: get it find a way they'll help you out get a second opinion like and, and if, even my second opinion i that that was the people that told me to freeze my eggs and i was like do you not even you didn't look at me as a human to talk to me how old is she What's i was a number i felt like you know i felt like yeah. how old is she what's gonna happen in five years what's our other options it's like you just went to textbook nope Chemo pill, this, 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 and this. And when I went to my third opinion, it was like, okay, step one, this, step two, this, step three, this, step four, this, that I like. We went step by step and my, was tailored to me. Not to every single person who had breast cancer because we all have it kind of differently.
3: I love that. Okay, so five keys that you have learned in therapy to help you heal mentally. Mentally, yeah. Okay.
1: So, five things. Uh, don't sweat the small stuff is one of the things. That also somebody this, this awesome person. Her name is Cherry Johnson. Y'all let you know her. She's quick story. <laughs> I'm always gonna tell story. I'm gonna say it live. But Cherry <laughs> told me I forgot exactly what the advice was. And I was so hyped one day. I met Mike Tyson, another story. Mike Tyson told me literally the same exact thing that Cherry told me. And I called Cherry. She was like, I just told you that two weeks ago. But when Mike Tyson said that, it's okay. <laughs> That's my second thing. You know? I'm no, I'm just like. Hey!
3: Confirmation.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, but, I'm sorry. But, um, Hello. so I'm learning, um, and in therapy, we, um, Not to overthink things, Mm -hmm. Um, learning how to more so cope with trauma. Um, It's not so much getting rid of the trauma in your life, it's how to cope with trauma um, and how to deal with it, face it, deal with it, work through the trauma, not running from it. Um, Also like no one else's opinion of me matters. I know, I know, I know she's gonna say, <laughs> I, at my working, and it's like, she didn't say those exact words, but I used to be like, this person's making me mad. This person's making, she's like, how can anyone make you do anything? It's your emotions, it's your feelings. They can say whatever they want to you, about you, whatever. Now, what do you do with that information? You don't have to be angry at that information, especially if you don't know it to be true. So why am I taking all of that in? May, uh, um, I'm an empath but letting it fester and then now I'm angry because they was angry and it's a whole transfer of energy situation. No, stay the course on what you believe to be true. I talk to myself a lot more, getting to know me a little bit better. So yeah, like definitely just staying focused on who I am, who I would like to be. Um, don't sweat the small stuff. Try not to overthink. Um, and just know that it's not a bad day it's a bad moment.
3: Yes. It's,
1: it's not a, because one thing happened in the morning, like, ah, no. And I used to be like that all the time. But now it's like, no, this is bad right this second. Either I can handle it or put it to the side till I'm prioritizing the mess, if that makes sense. Yes, absolutely. If, if this can wait, it can wait. I'm not going to let it stress me out. You're I, calling me for a bill. I don't have it today. You got to wait till Friday. I can't handle you right now. Right. You're going to have
3: to wait. <laughs> right. You're going to have to wait. I'm the queen and you going to have to wait. Whether, whether it's a phone call, phone whether calls. it's chance, or whether it's this peanut butter and jelly sandwich, you're going to have to wait.
1: You're going to have to wait. So that, yeah, that's, it's like a, putting myself first was a hard thing to do. You know, I was, a oh my God, it's still hard at times um because once you become a mom it's like mom 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 but yeah. i'm learning that even with being a mom i still have to take care of me and put myself
3: first because
1: if i'm not okay they're not going to be okay
3: absolutely you said something so profound you said who am i so who is shawan ooh deep no um i am learning
1: me hello i'm shawan marquez i like long walks no <laughs> no I, um, She's
3: not i'm not single, single so you ain't I, taking her on a walk you said
1: <laughs> but I I like I realize that I am loving but it's okay for me not to like everything and everyone I know I don't know if that sounds horrible to say but I always want because I felt so sh- shunned in my life I, I always want to just help 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 everybody even if you're doing me dirty i just want to help Oh well, not anymore don't get that twisted that was the old me but the new me is like listen if i can if if my meter i have a meter guys so i have a social meter (laughs) if my social meter is full for the day and i'm at a cap that's it so i've learned to prioritize my emotions my feelings um I learned what I do like, what I don't like. And what I don't like, it's okay if I don't like it. It's not the end of the world that I don't like something. Like, it's okay. I don't have to be liked by everyone. I don't have to, you know, I don't have to do this by this way because someone said this is how it should be done. No, do your own path. So I'm learning that Shawan is a really freaking awesome without all that extra criticism. <laughs> I learned that a lot of, I put a lot of pressure on myself from outside noise for a long, long time, for a very long time. And now I'm like, turning 40, I, you was one of the people that said it too. Turning to 40 is like one of the best things ever, by the way.
3: I know this is like a breast cancer talk, but that is also a thing. No, yeah. <laughs> so, You're allowed to be unapologetically you. Speaking yeah. of being unapologetically, apologetically you my time with you is winding down but okay. I. you keep these conversations going you talk about love you talk about marriage you talk about motherhood you talk about anything that's happening like social events what is the ig page that you go live on that they can follow you i'm gonna make sure that i put it below so that wow. can listen to some of these conversations
1: Okay, yes, Um. my IG page that I go on live conversations with, and sometimes I join in other conversations, is IG at Expressions Universe. Expressions Universe IG. Yeah, the IG symbol first. I'll, I'll put it on your own now. The IG symbol first and then Expressions Universe. You'll see, yeah, it's there. It's open, it's there. I'm almost sure, if anything, guys, I'm going to send her the exact tag, but yes, it's IG... At expressions universe but the e is a three
3: whole thing. So, a cool thing i will make sure that yeah. i put it below but let me tell you i've been chiming in on some of these conversations and you be listening sometimes she good good like real good like,
1: sex conversation there was a really deep sex conversation day. did you hear that one no about being in polyamorous relationships that's a thing there are people who are married and they're fine with like other couples and they're together it's a whole thing But I learned about Polly Amory. Yeah,
3: that one. I had a guy in my DMs the other day who wanted me to join him and his two girlfriends. It's a thing. It's a total thing. But I told him, baby, y'all's ratchet. Like, (laughs) I understand that we all manifesting what we want and everything. And it's good. But I'm, I'm.
1: enjoying the conversation so i'm starting to feel now that my son is is older he's going to first grade or he's in first grade i'm starting to feel like me uh, getting my little sexy back from before i was a mom before the breast cancer before the c-section i want to feel sexy so there are things that i you know i join certain conversations they're like what i'm like listen i'm a cancer and i had cancer but i was born in july i'm a cancer woman and we're little low-key freaks and i'm not gonna let a little breast
3: cancer stop <laughs> no, key I'm a, I, my daughter's a cancer.
1: Yeah, I'm sorry about that.
3: I mean, I'm, I'm, and
1: my son's a Scorpio, and I know was, you, so we're not even gonna do that, right? Now. That's offline. Right. Let's do that.
3: You gotta come back because we got so many personal stories to tell. people. we
1: have a lot of personal stories. Yes, yes, I would love to. I appreciate you even, um bringing, especially breast cancer awareness to light, and I also appreciate you for just you being you in my life in general you have been there for a long time up and down through and through and i just appreciate you and i appreciate you showing your platform I, doing this. You I love you <laughs> you know i love you you know you, i thought you heard me, he came my son came home so i'm like oh i hope she hear him no i didn't hear him at all i, I wish he would have been in the room he i thought he was gone i think he knows that mommy's on that meeting can you run in the room I was waiting to see him. I am come real quick. <laughs> I was like, uh, I think, his, I think his dad said she's on a meeting.
3: Oh, so he can...
1: uh, he he won the burst in here. No,
3: not... I was gonna say, can the world
1: see him or no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't mind. I'll, I was edit out editing. He, he's hi. our right superstar dancing on stage. Say hi. hi.
0: We're on an interview
1: with Auntie Cherry. How was school? Look, she's talking. How was school? Yeah, school was good. Well, what you eating? What are you eating? Pizza. Oh, right. Hey. Go, okay, pizza. A, pizza. pizza. So this is Phoenix, right? Yes. So I'll, actually, this is you know. I'm like, curious, but how how am I as a mom? Tell <laughs> the people. <pizza,
3: laughs> he's so he's so, he's so encouraging to me. He's like, "Mom, you're awesome." Phoenix, look, sure. Phoenix you cool, mommy.
1: Oh, well, I need eat my pizza okay, that's it. go eat your pizza.
3: I love you Bye, <laughs> you.
1: bye baby he yes, said I gotta eat my pizza. normally he's like he was bye baby closed off in.
3: He is. He slid back back. back
1: to shut the door. Normally, I can't, like, I'm telling you, he's like this. Me and my son are like this. Like, he is just, he's done his first dance on stage. He's, I'm not forcing him to do anything that I am in love with, but he's naturally in love with dancing and being dramatic.
3: (laughs) It comes natural. It's in his
1: hands clearly so it's so funny we i have a you and you have a me i don't know if
3: people know yeah. that but so so we we tease each other i'm a scorpio her son's a scorpio she's a <laughs> cancer my daughter's a cancer right and, and, and we talk
1: about that all the time before our kids we talk about being a scorpio a cancer and then we wound up having
3: <laughs> a scorpio and a, and a cancer and if you know us it's, it's not-
1: actually it's funnier than People probably realize because if you know us then it's like whoa but yeah that's my little guy he's he's a, he keeps me when i'm sad like he's right now he worried about his pizza but typically he's just like mommy are you okay and i'm like and i have to like boss up but i but but my therapist said to not do that because you have to show the children that also listen it's okay to be sad about something yes so yeah. i use my therapy tools with my son as well you know like but he is, he's definitely an inspiration to me. He is, oh my God, my son is my, he, he's, he's the best.
3: I'm so proud of you. Oh, I'm so oh, proud yeah. of you. I'm so Hi. proud of your family unit. I'm so proud of the mother of three that you have become. And I'm so proud of you as a wife. Thank you. And I'm, I'm so proud of you as a sister. Oh. Thank
1: you. Thank you. And I'm proud of you too. You are rock. I'm I'm learning how to be like this while doing my career and having my child still. Because normally, like I said, you would have bust in here, but I guess his father told him not to. But oh, it's a well
3: poster, right? I don't know how you do this. You do this and you have your child. You are a super mom for real. It's like no. I'm like, oh for some reason everybody just sees the easy part and it looks really I'm good. But-
0: yeah, that's true.
3: It's, it's, um, very spontaneous and I'm surprised yeah. she ain't busting here yet. Cause she, right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so oh, yeah, but it's, it, I'm proud of you too. I, I love your platform and keep doing what you're doing. You know, you don't, and I can't wait for you to come back to New York.
3: They, oh, I'm coming back soon because, uh, niece wants some pizza. Yes. You see that? <laughs>
1: okay. So your nephew, you know, look up. And they can eat some pizza. we have, we have the best pizza in town for y'all when
3: y'all come through, you know. So we got some kid things to do. Look, I need to come back to New yeah. York and do it the kid way. Because I never did New York with a kid. We did New York. I down. know. I know. We, we know we do the adult
1: thing in New York. We got, we, we got to the We're moms down in New York with kids. That's going to be hilarious, yo. Yeah. I might got to do that for content because that's going to be crazy.
3: Like, I like. Do I have to be in by like nine or ten now in New York? Like I don't even know how to handle life. You just be you. You
1: do this. You be you. RJ is going to be her. Wait, can I say? It? I can say that. Yeah. Okay. RJ is going to be her. Oh, wait, no. Okay, she's I she's
3: a published. My niece is a published author. She and probably have been up years. And the family and friends are so used to like her not being able to be allowed on. Yeah. The- Sorry, thank you. She's
1: the author now. She got her own business, but I just want to double check with mom, you know. But
0: <laughs> but
1: thank yeah, I, I appreciate this 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 platform to get the information out and just you being you. You're
3: so dope. Love you too. Thank you so much. Yeah. So proud of you. <laughs> thank
1: you. You too.
2: What up, Cherry? across the world, the world. Welcome to Cherry's world. turn across the world. Welcome to Cherry's World. Williams, president of One United Bank. We're proud to announce One United Money Moves, our smarter person-to-person payment experience. Send payments in real time without delay, not in an hour or a day, but right away. And it includes proactive security. You're protected with One United Bank. We keep breaking records to empower you. So join me at OneUnited.com today.